Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 32 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Acts chapter 8 today, and our focus is on Philip-style evangelism. Can you believe that it's already February? We've made it through a full month of 2021. So we're daily 10-minute podcast focused on the Word of God. We dig into the truth of one Bible chapter a day and discuss it. Welcome aboard to new listeners in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, Andhra Pradesh, India, London, England, Oaxaca, Mexico, Los Angeles, San Francisco, California, and Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you all for listening. Our goal is to encourage daily Bible listening, and you can help out with that by inviting your friends and sharing the show on social media. You can also come check out our website, Bible2021.com. So, great comment on the Passover by my writer friend, Og, who says, If the Passover passage is unfamiliar to you, or if you do not see the symbolism of it, here are some scriptures to help explain why a lamb had to be slain. Leviticus 14.6, He shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering, and the priest shall take of the blood of the trespass offering, and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. So a lamb's blood is linked to forgiveness in the Old Testament. 1 Peter 1.18-19, For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things, silver and gold, from your vain conversation by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Thus Jesus is our lamb, forgiving our sins. Revelation 5, 6, And behold, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, set forth into all the earth. Jesus the Lamb will receive the ultimate glory of heaven and will be declared worthy. One more, Revelation 12, 11, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. The blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony gives Christian martyrs the power to overcome the world. Well, great content there, Og. Thanks for further illuminating the Passover. And also thanks to our Indiana friend, Chris Atwood, for sharing the Passover episode on Facebook yesterday. Great chapter to read today in Acts 8. Some might argue that some of the more miraculous gifts of the Spirit have ceased because the miracles in the New Testament were done by the apostles and were done to authenticate the written Word of God. I think to a degree the miracles in the New Testament do indeed have an authenticating quality, as we see in Hebrews 2, 3, and 4. But here in Acts 8, we see Philip, a humble deacon who never wrote scripture, performing great signs and wonders. Stephen, also a deacon and a non-writer of scripture, also performed great signs and wonders according to Acts 6. So that's something to consider, I think. Our main focus, though, is on how Philip shared the gospel, the good news, with the Ethiopian eunuch and what we can learn from it. Historically, I got to tell you, this is probably a huge deal because early on, the good news of Jesus spread about Ethiopia, and to this day, the Ethiopian Orthodox Church remains a really large group in that country and around the world. There's something like 36 million Ethiopian Orthodox believers in the world, which compared to the Southern Baptists, there's only about 14 and a half million Southern Baptists. That gives you an idea of their size. 
And we don't know for sure that this encounter of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch was what caused the spread of the gospel so early on in Ethiopia, but it certainly looks like it did because the good news took root in Ethiopia very, very, very early. Well, let's learn, let's read the chapter, Acts 8, and learn from Philip's evangelism approach because I think his approach would actually be quite fruitful in 2021. Acts chapter 8, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible, Saul agreed with putting Stephen to death. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Devout man, men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house, drag off men and women, and put them in prison. So those who were scattered went on their way preaching the word. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds were all paying attention to what Philip said as they listened and saw the signs he was performing. For unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon had previously practiced sorcery in that city and amazed the Samaritan people while claiming to be somebody great. They all paid attention to him from the least of them to the greatest, and they said, This man is called the great power of God. They were attentive to him because he had amazed them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Even Simon himself believed. And after he was baptized, he followed Philip everywhere and was amazed as he observed the signs and great miracles that were being performed. When the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. After they went down there, they prayed for them so that the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit because he had not yet come down on any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money saying, Give me this power also so that anyone I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, May your silver be destroyed with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter because your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that, if possible, your heart's intent may be forgiven. For I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by wickedness. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon replied, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. So after they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, They traveled back to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, Get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch and high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. The spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. And when Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the scripture reading passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch said to Philip, 
I ask you, who is the prophet saying this about, himself or someone else? Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning with that scripture. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, Look, here's water. What would keep me from being baptized? So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip appeared in Azotus, and as he was traveling and preaching the gospel in all towns until he came to Caesarea. So what did Philip do? Well, primarily he was led by the Spirit, like literally told where to go. When he got there, he saw this eunuch reading the Bible and immediately engaged him in conversation. Not aggressively, but very intentionally. His question wasn't gimmicky, and it wasn't a memorized opener, but it was fairly natural. Hey, do you understand what you're reading? That's a great approach for us. Find somebody who is interested in God, reading about God, talking about God or spiritual things, and then engage them in conversation with a simple question. Now, of course, this is not the only way to share about Christ, but Philip really gives us a good model here. Ask a question, listen, and care genuinely about the answer, and then bounce from the response to a deeper discussion of Jesus. Well, let me close with a great insight from Charles Spurgeon about Philip's approach to this Ethiopian official. That is the main thing. A religion that is not based upon understanding will soon come to an end. An emotional religion, one that is nothing but emotional response, will be temporary and transient religion. So Philip inquired of the eunuch, do you understand what you are reading? You may begin anywhere in the Bible and preach Jesus. You may begin at the first chapter of Genesis or the last chapter of Malachi, at the first of Matthew, the last of Revelation, or in Isaiah, as Philip did here, and still point to and preach Jesus, for he is the sum and substance of the whole scripture. Well, friends, let's close out with our brand new Bible memory verse for the month of February. It is Acts 9.31. We'll read it tomorrow, and it says, So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. May it be the same for us, my friends. Good day to you and Godspeed.